Hello and welcome to Your Life Rocks. This is the podcast that equips working Christian moms to create balance, clear chaos, and reach your goals in all areas of your life. My name is Jenny Summerman, your host and fellow working mom, and I am so glad that you are here to hang out with me today. This is episode number 76 for Your Life Rocks, and today we are talking about the three principles of having a balanced life. Now, I'm so excited to share this information with you today because it really is the backbone of what makes balance possible. And if this is your first time listening to this podcast, I want to welcome you. We do talk a lot about life balance, and you may think life balance is not possible. Maybe you do, Um, but this podcast is all about helping you create that for your life. Because I'm here to tell you, life balance is possible because all things are possible through Jesus. So why could we say that it's not possible to have it, right? You know, I get really passionate about this topic and I even was listening to another podcast earlier today and I heard them say that life balance is not possible. And without even thinking about it, my mouth opened up and I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> like I'm talking to them and they can hear me. But it's something that I think that we can buy into the fact that it's not possible really, really easy. Because it does take intention and having balance doesn't mean that we're immune from overwhelm or stress or guilt or any of that other stuff that comes with being a working mom. But balance is more of a mindset and it is totally possible. And so today I'm going to be diving into the three principles of what makes balance possible. Now this is like the backbone of everything that I teach. It's really, really simple And I know there's going to be some action steps that you can apply right away so that you can really start stepping into balance for your own life. Now, we actually already started talking about this topic in our Facebook community just this morning. Today is Monday, the Monday after Mother's Day. This episode goes live tomorrow on Tuesday. So I invite you to come on over to our Facebook group and join in in the conversation. I'll be doing a couple live videos, going in depth on this topic, and uh, just sharing a lot more than I can really share in um, a podcast episode. I try to keep these podcast episodes less than 30 minutes, and if I really dove deep into this, it could be a four-hour long podcast, and nobody needs that, right? So I invite you to hop on over to the Facebook group to continue this conversation all week long. And you can find that by going to yourliferocks.com and then there's a community button right at the top. Just click on that and you have immediate access right into the group. So as we're jumping into this, here's something just to think about. You know, sometimes we can just overcomplicate things by like a lot. <laughs> and so I think it's really important that as we start to look at creating balance in your life, that we try to make it as simple as possible. Some clear, easy steps to follow. Now, why do we make things harder than they are? Well, because there's so much information out there and we have to kind of filter through all of those things we've already heard, those stories we've already told ourselves and bought into in order to find something different. And so as I go through these three principles and the steps that you can really take to apply them to your life, I just want to challenge you first. I want to challenge you with a question. And the question is simply, would you be open to the possibility of having balance possible for your life? Would you be open to the idea of having peace in your life and really hanging your hat on defining yourself as a woman of God versus a woman of overwhelm? So that's my question for you. That's my challenge before we get into all of this. And if your answer is yes, that you are open, that you want to be the woman of God, that you want to be a good steward of everything that he's blessed you with, to be grateful about those blessings versus complaining about the overwhelm of those. Yes? Okay, good. So 
As long as you're open, then I know you're going to get some benefit from what we're talking about. All right. Now, if you've listened to this podcast before, one, thanks for coming on back. It's good to have you back here with us. But number two, you've heard me probably say this a thousand times. If you've liked my Facebook page, if you're in the group, you've heard me say this on videos hundreds of times because it truly is not a secret. I don't mean to make it a secret. The number one way to create balance in your life is to have more Jesus in your life. Done. That's it. We're going to talk about systems. We're going to talk about to-do lists, planners. You can do all of those things, but if Jesus is not number one in your life, you're opening yourself up for attack of thinking that things are not possible, that you cannot do all things through him. All of these negative messages out there in life about balance and not having it be that way is because we're not putting Jesus first. And I'm not just talking about making time in the morning to read your Bible. Yes, that's a huge part of it. And that's an action step that you can start doing um, if this is an area that you need to go a little bit deeper in. But for me and my story, that's kind of where I started. Like I started reading the Bible more. I started listening more to Christian music, Christian podcasts, reading Christian books, really surrounding myself with the Christian culture. But until I made that change deep, deep down inside my heart and really handed my life to him, laid it down at his feet and said, I will only pick up what you tell me to pick up. That includes my marriage, my kids, my health, my businesses, my career, like you name it. It is laid down at his feet because it all belongs to him. None of it belongs to me. And this is where we can say it's simple. It's only three things, but this is where it can get hard to live it out is because we like to hold on to things. It might be easy to lay down your career or your health or maybe even your marriage. But laying down your kids and saying, whatever you would have me do with them, whatever, that's where it gets hard. Maybe for you, laying your kids down is easy, but your career, not so much. The future, you have to have a known future, having an unknown future. I mean, if God said, I want you to quit your job, how easy would that be for you to do? Would you trust him in that? Now, I truly believe our God is a good God and he would not guide you to do things that are not good. But sometimes we hold on to our own strength and we hold on to our own will so tightly that we we tell ourselves, and this is I've done this before, I'm speaking from experience. We've told ourselves I've laid it down. But really, we're holding on to just the slightest little edge so that if God says something that we don't like, we can pull it away and say, Nope, it's mine. Sorry, not yours. It's mine. But that is a number, number, number one way to create more balance in your life is to fully give your life to Jesus. Give every part of your life, everything he's called you to do, every blessing he's given you, lay it down. And I wish I could say it's just as easy as doing it once. For me, the very first time that I did this, completely laid everything down. The end result is three months later, we had sold our house, we had moved to another state, I'd quit my job, started a new job, did some things that have a completely different relationship with my husband, completely different relationship with my kids, completely different relationship with friends and how I filtered friends, how I approached church, like everything changed so drastically within a short window of time. I literally laid everything down, reconstructed my life in order for God to be first. And it was not easy to lay it down. Once I had direction to pick it up, it was super easy to align it with him because he's good like that. (laughs) That's just the way he is. But I will tell you that one time I did it successfully, but it's a renewing process because as we pick things back up, it's back in our grasp. And if we don't continuously lay it back down, if we don't continuously pray about it, if we don't continuously seek God and what he wants for our lives, 
and be obedient about walking that out, we're back to the vicious cycle. And so this is a little side note about balance. It's not something that you just arrive to. It is something that is a continual process. It's a journey. It's like learning. You never stop learning. You're always learning new things. So balance is very much the exact same way. So you can lay it down, pick it back up, reorder it, and order for God. But then if holding on to things a little too tight, if you are going the opposite way that God is telling you to go with different things, if you're not being obedient and the small things and the big things and all the things in between, we can find ourselves right back out of balance. And this is why that action step of being daily in the word, of praying daily, spending time with Jesus, that really matters because it's not just us praying to him, bringing all of our problems to him or asking for things from him, but it's being still and quiet and listening to what he would have us to do. To study the word, not for what it says about who we are or who we should be, about who it says that he is and how we should follow him with our lives. We cannot be selfish Christians. When we put God first, that means in front of ourselves as well. So it's a continual process. As you're learning new things, as you're evolving, as you're maturing in Christ, new things come up. But that's why you have to tap into the vine That's why you have to stay close to him. You have to stay plugged in so that you can create balance in your life. All right, that is number one. And uh, we spent probably the majority on number one, but it is so important. But I think it's really easy to glaze past that and go straight to the to-do list. But you can't miss number one because no matter what you do in your own strength, if you don't put Jesus first, it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. All right, let's move on to number two. Number two is to change your focus. You know, so many times when we get so overwhelmed with life, it's because we are so close to our own life. All we can see is what's like right up close to our face, right? It's like if you wrote on a piece of paper, stress, and then you held it further away, you could kind of see the other things in the background and you can see your hand holding the paper, right? All of those things. But as you move the piece of paper that says stress closer and closer and closer to your face, there's going to come a point where you can't see anything but the word stress. And there might even come a point if you get close enough to your face where you can't even see the word stress. You just see darkness from the ink, right? It's the same thing with our lives. If we hold all of those things too close to our own eyes, if we are so buried deep into our own lives, we can't see anything else. And overwhelm sets in because it's magnified. Things seem bigger than they are and they don't necessarily need to be that way. So the number two step for creating balance in your life is simply to make your world bigger, including other people in it. That's why relationships are so important. And when we talk about kind of those eight pillars of balance, we talk about your faith, your marriage, your parenting, your health, your finances, your home, your career, and friends and fun, that friends and fun piece is in there for a reason. Because you need to love on other people. You need to hear what's going on in their life to take the focus off of yours. Getting together with your friends shouldn't just be so that you can speak. It should be so you can listen. Now, of course, there's going to be times when you need to speak and you need to have that support. But first, you need to ask yourself, how can I support my friends? How can I pray for them? How can I come alongside and fill needs for them? And that's just your friends. Think about your husband. When was the last time you prayed for your husband? When was the last time you listened to him about how his day was? You know, oftentimes we do that with our kids, but we don't always do that with our husbands. We let him know how our day was, but we don't always listen for him. And it can go even beyond that, your church family. Think about who you can pray for at your church. Maybe you don't know anyone at your church and you need to get plugged into that community of fellowship. 
You know, that is such a huge step from making your world bigger to include yourself in other circles, to meet new people. And you might say you don't have time, but I promise you, time expands. Time gets bigger when you start to do this, when you start to invest yourself in other people's lives to serve them, to be a blessing to them, not about you, about them. For me, I had a mentor in my life when I was quite a bit younger. I think my older son at the time was maybe like two-ish and I was working full-time, traveling, um, doing all the things <laughs> and you know, really just found myself in like a spiritual drought. Like I just really needed God to pour into me in big ways and I was healing from some pretty traumatic things from relationships with family members and all kinds of things. So I sought counsel from a wise woman at my church who really became a great mentor to me and one night I was at her house. It was really, really late at night because that's just how we did. And um, she just looked at me and she said, your world is so small. You need to make your world bigger. The bigger your world, the smaller your problems. And that has stuck with me that whenever my problems start to seem big, I need to make the world bigger than my problems. That means I need to go into online groups and see who I can pray for. Send messages to people I know and say, how can I pray for you? Let's get together for coffee. I want to hear how you are. It's not about me. It's about them. Quite a many episodes back, we had the founder of um, Give, Send, Go. It's a Christian crowdfunding site. So if you've ever done anything like GoFundMe or you've seen people put up GoFundMe pages, it's like that, but it's for Christians. So I highly encourage, highly encourage that if you are going to be doing a campaign like that to raise money for a missions trip or a family in need, something like that, that you use GiveSendGo.com versus GoFundMe. The costs are a lot less, and they do so much good with the money there. So I highly encourage that you check them out. But anyway, we had Heather on, um, one of the founders of Give, Send, Go, and we were really talking about the mission behind what they are doing, and it's exactly this. It's to expand the giving nature of Christians. You know, we are called to, to give, whether it's finances or time or our talents, yet we hold on to those more tightly than anything else. We are stubborn sometimes about giving of our time, of giving of our talents, of giving of our finances to help bless other people in the church, yet that is what we are called to do. And one of the things that she said as a suggestion, and she does this with her own kids, is that they'll go on to givesendgo.com and they'll just browse through the different stories of people who are raising money for different things, and they will pray over those. And then the kids will pick the ones that kind of calls up to their heart for them to donate to. And I think that's such a beautiful example of teaching our kids to give. But even just in reading those stories, that's what opens our heart, opens our mind, and changes our focus off of ourselves and onto the world. All right, so we talked about number one, Jesus. More Jesus in your life. Number one way, if you can only do one of the three steps we talk about, do number one. And I promise you will find more peace in your life. Number two is make your world bigger than your problems are. Expand your world. Now, number three that we're going to be talking about is find systems that work for you because if you can't figure out how to manage your own time so that you can find time to be with God or time to go and be with other people or to pray for other people or to give of finances, if you don't have some systems in place for yourself, it gets really hard. Now, this is a step that we automatically jump to whenever we get overwhelmed, right? Like, oh, I must need a new planner or I must need a new calendar of some sort or make a to-do list. And those things are important. But without number one and number two, you're really kind of shooting yourself in the foot and you're not going to see the kind of success that you're really going to want to see by doing those things. 
Now, systems are what I am all about. (laughs) I am very analytical and systems are my everything. It's what I teach to my coaching clients when I am coaching them. My background is in instructional design for network marketing companies and as a trainer for network marketing companies. And so I work with a lot of direct sales distributors, network marketers, and helping them grow their business. I also help a lot of working moms (laughs) create balance by creating systems. It's the backbone for our Life Balance membership site. It's the systems that help you create balance, clear the chaos, and reach your goals in all areas of your life. That's what the Life Balance system is all about. And so let's talk about this a little bit. Let's give you some really strong action steps for systems that you can apply right away once you've done step one and once you've done step two to help you create a little bit more balance. So first off, let's define what balance means as far as like a system goes. The way that we define that here at Your Life Rocks is by setting and moving towards goals in all areas of your life. So I mentioned them before, but I'm going to mention them again. Faith is kind of that foundation. It's that that one on the bottom that everything else springs up from. So that is our number one area of focus is faith. And then we have marriage, parenting, career, health, home, finances, and lastly, friends and fun. So as the way that we define balance by setting and moving towards goals in all of those areas of life. So first you have to know a great way of setting goals because sometimes we think about setting goals and it's like, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds or whatever. And sometimes as we set goals, we can set goals that compete with each other. And that just creates more unbalance in our life versus balance in our life. So number one is being very intentional with your goal setting. Now, if you want a free guide, it's completely free on how to do this. It's actually module one in our weekly success planning course. The course is all about teaching you some systems to uplevel your Sunday prep. So I highly recommend that you get that. You can go to weeklysuccessplanning.com and pick up your free copy. It's a course, it's a toolkit, it's everything all in one. And the first module is all about intentional goal setting. So I'll walk you through the five-step process on how to set those intentional goals inside that free course. So I highly encourage you to pick that up. All right, so that is number one is setting good goals. But then we got to work moving towards them. And this is where overwhelm can start to set in unless you have a system. Because let me tell you, if you are listening to this podcast, chances are you are a go-getter. Chances are you are someone who gets stuff done. You set big goals. You aim for things. You go for things in a big way. And so because of that, we can be all or nothing people. (laughs) We can go big or go home. But here's the thing. You can scale it down a little bit because you can't like change every single part of you in a day. That is not necessarily how this works. I mean, I'm sure you could definitely go to town doing that with some extra coffee in you and just go for it, but that's not sustainable. And that's another piece of this is that you have to do something that you can sustain over time. Because truly the secret to this part of having systems is having the systems become a habit, having them be something that you don't even have to think about. It just happens for you. Because when you can get to that point where these are your habits, these are the things that you do on autopilot, then that, my friend, is when balance becomes super duper easy. But just like anything else in life, as we are learning, it's not going to be super duper easy. So you should be prepared for that. I totally believe in managing expectations because without managed expectations, you have extra stress. So manage expectations that knowing that when you're putting systems into place, you're going to want to just quit. It's going to feel hard. You're going to want to just say, you know what? I can't keep up with this. But it's kind of like 
when you want to train to run. Maybe you're training to run for a 5K or a half marathon. If you've ever done that, then you know when you first start out and you take off running, about 10, 15, 20 seconds in those first few runs, you're like, oh, I can't do this. What in the world was I even thinking? But you know if you just keep pushing through day after day, week after week, soon you will take off running and you will run for like five miles. No problem. It's the same thing with this. It's going to feel a little hard at first, but if you can just push through, you'll be okay. And that is truly where the magic happens. So do not let yourself believe that you can't do it because you totally can. So within our life balance system, we have a life balance course. Um... That's also the backbone of the planner, like I said before, the membership. We really break down what things you can do habitually over the course of 90 days to help you find balance, to help you reach your goals that you had set, your intentional goals that you had set in order to find balance. Now that is a system that I use, I teach. So many other people have gone through and used it and found great success. Maybe it's a system for you, maybe it's not. If it's not for you, find something that does work for you because balance truly can be possible if you follow these three principles of balance because balance truly can be possible if you just follow these three principles of balance. So let's review. So number one, Jesus. Number two, make your world bigger than your problems. And number three, find a system that works for you. Now, if you wanna learn more about our Life Balance membership, truly that's probably your best option. It's free for your first seven days. It's only $9.99 a month after that. Yeah, under 10 bucks a month. Inside there, you're gonna have full access to our Life Balance course. You'll have full access to the Life Balance digital planner. Um, Plus you can order the real deal planner, the physical planner that you can hold in your hands for a great discount. Plus as a member, you get discount on coaching, you get free rebalance course that's in there and you can attend our live rebalance workshops every single quarter. Plus we have resources in there that are exclusive for our members to help you grow in all areas of life. It's kind of a no brainer. If you are looking for more balance, you should join the membership lifebalancemembership.com and that will have all of the information that you need. All right, and now it is time for our verse of the episode. Again, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, this is something we do each and every single episode because we truly believe here at Your Life Rocks that that the Bible is a representation of God. It is a living word of God and we can find ways of putting it into our every single day life and to learn more about who he is through the Bible and through his word. So I want to share one of my favorite verses, and it's Matthew 6, 31 through 33, and it reads, Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Ladies, God wants to bless you. He wants you to have all the things that he has called you to, but he's got to come first. He will take care of everything else. We can rest in that. When he says rest in me, that means don't carry all these things. Don't have to worry about all of the things that you're trying to balance. Put him first, focus and seek him first, and he will take care of the rest. I really hope that this episode blessed you today, and I hope that if it did, that you would share it with a couple friends. Maybe share it on your Facebook page or just text it over to a couple friends that you know would really need this word. And it truly is the mission for Your Life Rocks to help impact more working Christian moms. There's not a ton of resources out there for us, ladies, right? 
So, so we want more women to find this podcast. And the best way to do that is to do me a favor and just leave a review in iTunes. It doesn't have to be anything long, but truly the more reviews we have in there, the easier the iTunes makes the podcast to find. So if you could do that, it would just mean so much to me. If you're someone who's already left a review on iTunes, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to do that. I know iTunes doesn't always make it easy, and I'm just so grateful for you to do that. We got this review recently from Jenny Zenz, and she says, Thank you, Jenny, for getting right to the heart and soul of our everyday lives. That just makes my heart well so much because that is truly what we are all about here at Your Life Rocks. I want to share a little secret with you, too. Next week, we have on Maggie Baker. She is the editor-in-chief for Everly Company, and she's going to be on sharing about her new book, Zellius, and how, as a working mom, you can find those little moments in time to grow closer to Jesus. And Maggie is so generous, she's going to be giving away one of her books. So to enter to win your copy of Zellius, all you have to do is leave an iTunes review. Everyone who leaves one in the month of May will be entered in for a chance to win. So again, make sure you hit subscribe so you do not miss that upcoming episode. Truly, she shares amazing wisdom that I know you're not going to want to miss. I want to thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I look forward to continuing this conversation with you inside our Facebook group. So until next week, Keep building a life that rocks. Bye.